Today is Friday, May 20th. The title for our devotional is Joy. Joy is another character trait of living a life of fulfillment and satisfaction in Christ. Joy is often thought of as the main theme in the book of Philippians. It's incredible that a man in the circumstances Paul is facing can talk of joy so much, but he does. Let's look at a few quick examples here. Paul prays with joy because, quote, of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, in Philippians 1.5. Part of his mission in discipling the Philippians is that they would continue in the joy of the faith, in Philippians 1.25. He says, convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. Paul rejoices that Christ is being preached, whether those preaching Christ are doing so with good motives or not. He also rejoices that what has happened to him will result in his deliverance. Philippians 1, 18 and 19. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. For I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, that what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. Like his contentment, his joy is not sourced in his external circumstances, but in his rich inner life towards God, and ultimately in the Holy Spirit. He rejoices that Christ is preached even while he lingers in prison. The term translated deliverance in verse 19 is a broad term, as often used to refer to spiritual salvation as well as physical deliverance or even vindication. So Paul could be saying merely that he will be set free from prison and be vindicated against those who are claiming he is a false apostle. He could also be referring to a more spiritual reality. He will be vindicated in the heavenly court for his integrity and faithfulness to the gospel through his trials. This reward he will experience in eternity with Christ. And so in this he he can have joy even amidst these terrible circumstances. It seems to me that Paul is likely referring to the latter, which is an application of Jesus' teaching in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 11-12. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Joy, then, like contentment, is a product of living a fulfilled, deeply satisfied life in Christ. Paul can rejoice, even from prison, and possibly awaiting execution because Christ is still preached and his eternal destiny is secure with Christ. We all want joy, but we all don't want to do the difficult work of ordering our inner world to maintain this perspective. That is beginning with knowing who we are, longing for Christ and his kingdom, surrendering to his will, and proceeding to maintain this inner world through Christian disciplines. Without maintaining this perspective through the practices, we can easily rise and fall in joy with the rising and falling of our circumstances. This is not the abundant life that Christ has promised. Certainly having joy doesn't mean that you will never experience sadness or grief or disappointment or that you're a bad Christian if you do. Yet it does mean that you can experience joy even in the midst of circumstances that often produce great sadness. This often means a mixed reaction. As an example, our beloved sister Mary Stroik passed away a couple of weeks ago. When she passed, I experienced a mixed bag of both joy and sadness, but joy certainly carried the day. I was sad because we'll miss her here and her encouragement to remain faithful in the gospel. But it was also a cause for great joy because she is now with Jesus and the eternal rest he promises. For additional content, I've linked you to the Bible Project video on the word joy. Super good. Be sure you give it a watch. 
reflection, is your life characterized by joy? If not, consider if you've been seeking fulfillment and satisfaction in something or someone other than Jesus. Perhaps your perspective has wandered away from the gospel and the story of Christ and the hope that we have in the gospel. And you've been longing for and pursuing and seeking after fulfillment and satisfaction in something or someone else.